What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Homie and the Dude. And we are so, so excited for this new stage in what we are gonna be doing here at Homie and the Dude. Welcome to Avatar Legends, The Last Breath, part one, full of the airbenders. We are so excited about today's stream, guys. It's something new, um, so bear with us. We might have some tech issues. We might have some other little bits and bobs go on. But uh, bear with us, we're getting used to this new system, um, but we're super stoked to have all of you here. First of all, as always, I'm Bodhi, your unexceptional GM, and I am gathered here with our exceptional cast of players. Hell yeah. We Hell have yeah. Tracy, the mum of Homie and the Dude over there playing Sister Devna. We have Ben in the middle. This is his first live stream, guys, so be nice to it. <laughs> playing <laughs> Master Tufan. And then we have Tom, the classic, the other half of Homie and the Dude. I almost gave away which one you were there for a second. <laughs> um, playing Asayu Kizu, a awesome, awesome character as well. So guys, thank you so much for joining us. Quickly, a couple of shout outs. Shout out to Becky, our live producer, sat here, absolutely crushing it. First time doing live production. Go on, back to you, absolute legend. Shout out to the art team of Victor, Josh, and Alex. Thank you, guys. We love you, love you, love you. Shout out to Tony as well. Why not? Tony, my writing partner, you're a freaking legend. And a big shout out. This one's super important. Shout out to Reven in our Discord. Not only our lead moderator, but one of our community leaders on our Discord. Oh, so yeah. if you're interested in joining that Discord, a awesome inclusive space in the TTRPG like sphere, uh, join our Discord. There is a link in the description, guys. Um, otherwise, first thing I have to do before we get into it is a big disclaimer, guys. Unlike the Nickelodeon show Avatar The Last Airbender, we are telling a very dark story today. It's going to come with some very heavy topics. Things like that include um, murder. There's gonna be a lot of death. Um, there's gonna be death all over the place. Um, for anyone who knows uh, what kind of we're leading up to from what I've just said, you probably have a good idea of what's coming. So um, death, there's also gonna be strong language for sure. Um, there will be references to explicit content and things like that. So if that doesn't suit you, um, please, please, please uh, tune out now. Um, but otherwise, stick with us and we're about to tell an epic, epic tale, guys. So, if everyone is sitting comfortably, yeah. let's begin. Water, earth, fire, air. Long ago, the four nations lived in harmony and then tragedy befell the world the death of Avatar Roku. Many mourned and grieved this loss. However, Fire Lord Sozin saw an opportunity, a new path for himself and the Fire Nation, one of power and control. See, with the new Avatar being a child and the Fire Sages predicting the Great Comet's passing, Sozin had a chance to claim it all. So he began preparations by drafting firebenders that were able to fight for his army, while he had the brightest minds of the Fire Nation inventing and building machines of death and war. 
We fast forward 12 years to when the Great Comet is but a month away and Sozin's army is ready. At this moment, a young boy flees from the Southern Air Temple in distress. Covered with his blue tattoos riding upon his trusty bison, he stresses out about the news he's just received. He is the next Avatar. Sadly, this young boy's body was thought to be lost in a storm above the southern seas, never to be seen again. This boy was the only hope that the world had at contesting Sozin's plan. But with him gone, the plan would proceed. We fast forward again one month and we begin our story today with the camera panning through the clouds and as it comes through the cloud line you see a gorgeous mountain range of high peaks that stand alone from themselves with other mountains scattered around them. This is the northernmost mountain range of the Earth Kingdom. High atop one of these mountains sits the Northern Air Temple. This stands as a symbol of balance and peace in the world high atop this mountain. But today, something even more beautiful is happening as we pan around this gorgeous structure, its main tower ascending high, white marble running down its sides. Today, the Northern Temple is decorated in gorgeous, beautiful, kaleidoscopic decorations for a celebration that is happening. But not just any celebration. We're celebrating today a wedding. This moment, the camera pans in through one of the windows into the Northern Air Temple and down one of the corridors. It's tatami mat covered floors and wooden walls ascend high. And it's gorgeous and airy here. The hallways are perfectly large. You can feel the wind coursing through them. Perfect for airbenders living in the Northern Air Temple. At this moment, we find a young gentleman rushing through the halls of the Northern Air Temple, carrying a stack of laundry in his arms. Tom, can you please introduce your character, describe them, and just give us a little bit about your character, please? Yes, I can. Woo! I'd be happy to. Uh, my character is Asayu Kizu. He is the only firebender that lives, well, the only young firebender that lives in the Northern Air Temple. I live there with my mother. Um, we are refugees from another part of the world. And we have been embraced and accepted into the Northern Air Temple. It so happens that we live in royalty, as it were. Um, my best friend is Master Tufan. And Master Tufan, in this case, sits right next to me. And uh, he's my boy, he's my buddy. And um, so my, uh, my loyalty is to him and we're homies. Um, as far as my looks, I'm 
I'm a little bit, uh, I'm insecure inside, but I have confidence on the outside. And so I have like a nice hairdo. I've got a little like Anakin like tail, but it's right in the front here. I typically walk around with like a vest on that's just a vest, nothing underneath. But today I'm getting ready for the celebration and uh, super, super excited to share in this awesome day for my, for my boy. But let's start this session. By the way, as a GM for this game of Avatar Legends, I don't have to roll any dice, which is awesome. So let's start with, uh, let's, let's start with a, a dice roll, shall we? Give me a rely on skills check just to, to start off this game. Go for it. All right, here we go. Oof. Oh no, I hope that is not a thing. A sign of things to come. Oh, no. I rolled. I rolled snake eyes. Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> oh a two with that heavy two. Um, a, a loose bit of tatami mat that has kind of come up. You trip over it and drop a couple of items of clothing in your rush. I do so, but um, I I look around to see if anyone's seen, and they haven't in that moment. So I pick them up and I act like I haven't lost a step, and I just kind of dust myself off, and I'm. Continuing forward. Beautiful. Um, as you turn the corner, you come to your family quarters where you and your mother live. As you open the door and walk in, the smell of porridge hits your nose. And it's gorgeous, it's warm, it's that honey smell, it's that warm, oaty smell. And it just smells great. It's what you're used to, it's what you have every morning. And as you rush in, you find your mother, Laria, stood at the uh in the kitchen with an apron on her front uh her standard mix of kind of airbender clothing of like yellows and uh yellows and beiges mixed in with then some reds from the fire nation that she likes to keep mixed in there um but she's got a long apron on the on on her at the moment that you got her um a couple years ago for her birthday and it says number one mom on on the front of it um and she turns around and she's like asayo jesus where have you been i've been waiting for you for ages Mom, I've just been running around getting the last little bits. And by the way, are you are you dressed? Are you ready to go? Like this is we're... Uh, well, I, I was gonna get dressed in a minute. I I I I I was making sure that you were gonna be fed. You've got a big day today, son. I do, I do, and I do love <laughs> I love your porridge, Mom. Thank you so much. Well, here, take this, and she hands you a bowl with a with a <laughs> with a spoon in it for you, and uh, and 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 hands it to you, and says uh, and says, you know, you know, Asayu. For us Kizus, this is, this is a big, big moment. You know, it's not often that, you know, Fire Nation people get honored with being the best man at an airbender wedding. You know, that's big. So I need you in best form today. Best, best form. Mom, and I take my bowl of porridge, I put it aside, and I kind of step up to her, and I say, and I actually hug her, and I say, Mom, first of all, I love you. And second of all, it's gonna be awesome. Tufan has been waiting for this for a long time and it's his day, but it's kind of also our day as well. Let's all celebrate, let's all have an amazing time. Hell yeah, and I, I love you too. You, you know, that's the attitude that I'm looking for today. That's that fiery, fiery spirit that we really need today. And I, I'm, I just want you to know, son, I have never in your life been more proud than at this moment to see you turn into this young man that you're growing into. It's beautiful. And I know that if your father could see you now, I'm sure he would be proud. Yeah, maybe, Mom, maybe. But you know what? This isn't about anything else. 
This is about tea, and this is about the day, and this is about us as well. Let's have an amazing time. Let's first dance. <laughs> I, I'm so. Are you gonna? Yes, of course I am. But but just, just just the first one, Mom. <laughs> it is a wedding. Of, of course, I know. I know. There's loads of beautiful Airbender masters that you want to sweep off your feet. <laughs> I know. I know how you are with the ladies. I've heard around the temple how you are. It's all rumors. It's all rumors. Um, oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> She, you see, she turns and looks at the the pile of laundry that you have stacked up, and she's looking like at the pieces, and she's like, kind of like doing some mental maths. And she gets to one, and she lifts up the stack and pulls out a silk, like scarf kind of material. Pulls out and goes, "Oh my goodness, Asayu, this is two fans. This is his ceremonial scarf. Oh. How did you get your hands on this? We were just, we were just, kind of gathering stuff together, and I don't know. I guess it somehow got lost in there. I." I'm, I guess I need to get it to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go take it to him now. I'm sure he's he's probably stressed looking for it at this very moment. <laughs> you know him. He is he, probably he's, like he's probably freaking out. He's probably like standing in the window so <laughs> <laughs> Probably like just 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 praying that something good happens. You, you know, he's probably doing that hum meditation thing that he does to try and calm himself down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ridiculous. Anyway, here, take this. Go to I'll him right now, back. and then um, I'll, I'll see you out there for the ceremony. I'll make sure. And uh, she takes off her apron and hangs it up next to the uh, the kitchenette area. I'll see you there. And she's like, I'll, I'll go get scrubbed up now and, uh, and see you there. Mom, you look amazing. Thanks. And she turns around and just goes back to her, uh, her day. Um, as you exit back out of your quarters and kind of around the corner, uh, you hear the shuffling of some, like, sandals, basically. Though the shuffling is, like, very, very light. What you see as you round the corner is this older gentleman who is kind of hunched over. Um, he's got like a hunchback. He's got like classic airbender, bald head, gorgeous blue tattoo arrow down the front of it. Um, very wrinkled though, like forehead. It almost makes the uh, like arrow look a little bit like compressed, like it's been squashed a little bit because he's got all these wrinkles. Um, and as he walks, even though you can hear the shuffling, it looks like he's kind of gliding as he goes. As he comes down the corner, he's like, Oh, Master Asayo, a pleasure to see you this morning. How are you doing? No, the, the pleasure's mine. I'm doing great. How, how, how are you doing? Uh, I'm very, very good. I, I was just on my way to go see Master Two Fan and make sure that, uh, well, you know how he gets. So I just wanted to make sure that he wasn't having one of those panic attacks or freakouts that uh, he often has <laughs> when things don't go right. Oh, so well. I'm on the way is there as well, but I'm going to actually, if you don't mind, I'm going to just bolt ahead because uh, I've got something of his that I think he's probably waiting for, so I'll probably see you there. Oh, of course, make, make your way. Uh, I'll catch up with you in, uh, in, in just a minute. And uh, as you kind of dart off, you just hear as he like continues to like glide behind you at like a tenth of your pace, maybe. <laughs> um, as you rush forward and you kind of make your way through the holes, the light coming in through the windows and also there's lots of like areas where it leads from indoors to outdoors here and you have like columns and stuff so that the wind can really get into the building. And as you're running through, it's really, really gorgeous, filled with sunlight. You can hear as you pass certain rooms, like a frantic energy is kind of about the place. It's probably the most busy and energetic that it's felt like in a very long time um, here. And as you arrive at Ben's door, um, at Master Two Fan's door, um, you hear inside, you hear like a, a ksh, 
something like fall and crash and like a boom boom and then like just uh, what kind of noises do do uh, does he hear from inside Ben? What kind of vocal noises is he hearing from inside? We're allowed to swear, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, fuck, I dropped it again. <laughs> Amazing. As you walk into the door, you walk into this gorgeous quarters. Um, ben, can you please one describe the bedroom that you have? Describe your bedroom. Then can you please introduce your character, describe them, tell us a little bit about them. And then can you describe what's happening to your character at this very moment, if that's all right, what Tom walks in and sees. Sure. Go for it. All right, so uh, this bedroom, I'm imagining it's kind of uh, quite minimalist, mm -hmm. you know, not just because uh, he's an airbender, but also because Tufan, uh, he's probably doesn't keep too many like earthly possessions mm. and he's just sort of, he's very practical with like, items he he's very rarely gonna decorate a room with flowers unless like he's doing it to like for someone else like like Nuan. yeah and uh i'd say like the curtains would be sort of very like flowy and drapesy you can practically see through them they don't really do the job of curtains very well so like <laughs> <laughs> if anything they kind of just like flap around and get in the way but but yeah. they sort of act more as a sort of wind indicator as well like sort of like a Beautiful. You know, interaction with the room Hell and yeah. uh tufan himself uh he's dressed like sort of similar to how you would expect most airbenders in sort of traditional uh sort of robes that flow quite lengthy and sort of quite light as well mm -hmm. sort of loose sleeves and things like that beautiful and uh yeah he's wearing sandals similar to those you described on the old man in the hallway beautiful. as well uh just sort of like thin lightweight but enough to protect the bottom of your feet. Yeah. Um, and give us give us a little bit of history. Uh, who, who, sure. who is he to yeah. this world? So um, Tufan was an orphan who was actually taken in by Guru Soma, who's the sort of leader of the Northern Air Temple, and sort of basically grew up there and learned the ways and eventually became an airbending master himself. His uh, mannerisms are quite sort of uh, He's very neurotic and like jerky, like he's overthought every movement he ever did and looks like a robot because of it. Um, but I would also say because of like all the meditation and airbending and sort of like just learning to sort of go with the flow and like, you know, all of that and get into a flow state. I think he's improved on that a bit over the years. Beautiful. And is now an airbending master. Beautiful. What does uh, <laughs> what, what what's he doing at this moment? As as Asaya walks in holding your your ceremonial scarf. Well, what's happening at this very moment, um, uh, uh, Tufan? Right now, Tufan is sort of balanced in the window, and uh, he's actually, <laughs> he was. there was a like a sort of bedside table that he would have used as like a stool mm -hmm. to get up onto the window that is now like on the floor with all of the various random contents. I'm thinking like beads random bits of clothing, just like all strewn across the floor. And uh, <laughs> like, Tufan's not looking at this though, however, he's looking out the window with his hand outstretched as the uh, the piece of parchment that had his wedding vows on it has just been blown by a gust of wind away. <laughs> and and he's just like furiously like, no, no, not again. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, sorry, you walk in and see Tufan in the window shouting, no, not again, as he reaches out the T, window. T, no, T, it's all, what are you doing? Oh, hi, Asayo, come and help me a second. No, Grab no, no, first, just, <laughs> wait, what are you doing? I, I lost my wedding vows, they're, they're just 
They blown away. The wind took them away from me. I don't know why. Dude, I thought you were jumping. I swear, I thought like you were. I, I was figuring. <laughs> um, I've got too much to live for, Asai. I would never do that to you. I I know, I know, but I I just feel like um, the 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 moment itself is something that I don't know. It feels like it's going to be a little bit too much for you, but I'm glad that's not that. Um, I have this. I forgot it. I don't know how I ended up with it, but you need this, don't you? I do. Thank you. And uh, Tufan grabs it hurriedly and sort of just wraps it around and sort of then like looks to. Yeah, I think Tufan would have a mirror for this moment and sort of looks on the wall for the mirror and sort of like tries to make it look as neat as possible, but like is always just overcorrecting one way and then the other in his sort of stressed out state. So, like, what does it look like from the back? Do, do I look weird? Hang on a second. Just, just slow down. Lower your hands. Drop your hands. Okay. All the way down. All the way. Keep them there. And then I kind of like rearrange. You're looking amazing. Where did you get this anyway? This is nice. Uh, Guru Summer. I think. No, wait. Yeah, Guru Summer. I think he actually had it made specially for the occasion. It, it, it is like, wow. Um. Yeah, dude, you look great. You look fine. Listen, thank you. It's this is what you've been waiting for. Like this is the day that we've been talking about. Like, to be fair, yeah. I've been talking you off of this day, <laughs> kind of. But I've also been kind of supporting you to to do what you really wanted to do. So I'm here for you. Thanks. Just know that if you get nervous or anything, just turn around and know that your homie's got your back. Thanks, I appreciate that, Sire. And you know. We've we've been we've known this day was coming, but you know it just sort of see, almost like crept up on me, you know. I know those things happen. Uh, days creep up, especially those big important ones that are just out there. But here we are, man, and all the yeah. people that we love are going to be there today, and especially the one that you love the most. And so, I'm super happy. I'm super super happy for you. Thanks. And um, anything that I can do, beside my duties as best man. I'll do. Just let me know. At this point, you hear that shuffling that you heard before uh, kind of make its way uh, to the door, and you see the same old gentleman, Guru Soma, uh, is in the door. Oh, Jesus! Looks like there's a bull in a china shop in here. Jesus! Knocked everything over. Too far. You getting stressed again? Um. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was me. I'll uh, I'll, I'll clean it up later. But I'm just. Oh, don't worry. Right now. You see him flick his wrist as a gust of air begins lifting the table up and then other gusts just lifting pieces off the floor as they float and land back into the drawer. And then finally, uh, he turns and goes, does like a little one of these, like lifts his ankle up and flicks his ankle <laughs> as I then shuts the drawer shut. And he's like, and that's that. <laughs> so, uh, how are you feeling today, buddy? How are you doing, champ? Well, on the one hand, I um, I think this is going to be the best day of my life. And on the other hand, I don't want to ruin the best day of my life. <laughs> you know, if anyone was going to ruin it, um, I would hope it wouldn't be you. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that can sometimes happen. Look, here, do this with me. And he grabs Asayo's hand without permission and <laughs> Tufan's hand. And it's like, okay, close your eyes, lads. Let's just... I'm looking sideways. Breathe in. And as you see him breathe in, he goes from like hunched to like straightening up and he like probably grows about four and a half inches to like a solid six foot tall from his like five, six before. And is like, as his chest puffs out and it's, it's weirdly muscular for this old man. He's like, 
Now, doesn't everyone feel a little bit better after that? You know what? I do feel a bit better. Thank I, you. I'm glad. Now, what was the problem? What's all the commotion going on? Well, see, I was just practicing my wedding vows by the window, and nice. I, so sudden gust of wind came out of nowhere and just snatched it out of my hands. So, let me get this right. <laughs> you, my son, master of air, was bested by the wind? Well, it took me by surprise. It was like a surprise attack, and I, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I, my, I was so focused on how I'm going to say what I need to say and saying the right thing that, you know, just, just, yeah. He looks at the side and goes, well, I really did fuck up then, didn't I? <laughs> and he slaps his knee and he's like, oh boy, it's okay, don't worry, don't worry. Um, Just, uh, promise, promise you won't tell Devna. I'll never hear the end of it with her if she finds out that a bit of wind bested me. Of course, I will. Uh... Yeah, I won't do that. Um, so, uh, what were these vows? Let's, uh, uh, Asaya, are you, I hear you're quite good with the ladies. Maybe you can uh, help us contribute some some words to the vow. Let's uh, let's, let's help let's you rewrite them. So, yes. Well, what? How is it started? Give us like the the intro, and we'll we'll riff from there as a team. Well, you know, it starts out. Should very... I should I play Laria? Uh, you, you mean you want? <laughs> <laughs> I mean you want, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sure, if you want to play new one, go for it, yeah. Uh, so, how are we going to be stood again? What's the, what is, what is, what is uh, So, so if you stand facing one another and uh, yes. hold, hold hands. <laughs> we could, we can try, as long as you don't make it weird, okay? I won't make it weird, you don't make it weird, we'll just, yeah. okay. You mean too weird? Yeah, more, more weird than this already is. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, stop with your weird and, and, and say the line already. Jeez, we're, right, we're, so. we're running out of time here. Okay. New one. Beifong, I'm going to be yours for the rest of my life, your life, whoever's life, you know, ends first, you know, and uh, hopefully not too soon. And uh, should we start again? We should start again. <laughs> yeah. Let's run that one back. Let's run that one back. Just go for yeah. it again. Go for it again. Okay. You were you were really good, and then it just petered off. You got it. You got it. This time. It was a really good start, and then maybe maybe not the death thing. I think that's a good point. I don't want to mention death on a wedding. Yeah, run it back, run it back. Okay. Nuan, I'm going to be yours for the rest of our lives. I'm going to do my best to protect you from harm, to be your uh, sort of like as emotional support, steadfast as a rock, but as soft as a cushion of air. Ooh. And then the goddamn note got blown away. <laughs> as far as I got. <laughs> Okay. Well, I think that's it. I mean, sometimes less is more. I don't yeah. know. What, what... I agree. Simplicity often makes it easier for the heart. You know, that's always what I say. Yeah. Look, Tufan, maybe we shouldn't practice. Maybe this is like a in the moment thing. Like, say what you, yeah, what you feel in your heart. You know, like 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 we just did. Take a deep breath and then speak from speak from your soul. You know, like. And he looks down for a second, looks back at you, and you've noticed in recent times, Tufan, that Soma has begun developing some sort of physical ailment. You're not exactly sure what it is, but it seems to be brought on with emotional distress. And as he says this, you see his hand begin to shake at his side. 
uh, quite violently as he goes, You know, like you did at your mother's funeral. You spoke so well then, just, just do the same thing and I'm sure it will be fine. You're right. You can't mess it up if it's what's coming from inside. Exactly. And your insides are beautiful. <laughs> All full of fucking hot air. <laughs> well, look, um, I'm, I just want you to know that I'm so proud of you, son. And I'm so glad you have your, your best friend here with you and that together, you know, you guys move into a new age of life. And this is just a beautiful thing. And I'm just really, really proud. And at that moment, as he says, and you hear these kind of, uh, air like basically kind of a mixture of didgeridoo mixed with like brass instrument kind of sound it's like like kind of coming through um the tubes that run along uh the walls of all of the uh hallways basically and you know that this is the signal meaning it's ceremony time everyone's getting ready um and as this happens uh guru soma goes oh goodness I forgot to tell you, uh, I hope this doesn't pack on any extra stress, but I thought it important to tell you. Um, the representatives from the Southern Temple and the, the Western Temple are yet to arrive. We sent our emissaries and they confirmed that they would be coming, but they haven't arrived yet. So we're going to proceed without them, if that's all right with you, Tufan. Hmm. All right, so Tufan at this point has like straightened his shoulders up in confidence, but they do sag a little uh, upon hearing this news, but he's sort of like holding this confidence, says like, I'm, I'm deeply saddened that they won't be able to join us for the ceremony, but it needs to go ahead. And we've been putting this off for years at this point. Mm. I'm sure they've got a good reason for not making it, but Exactly. Who knows? Maybe rough, rough crosswinds or something. Yeah, Who knows? I, I know. I know all about that with what happened to my wedding vows. So you know. <laughs> Indeed, you do. Um, okay, let's let's make our way, gentlemen. Let's let's go. And uh, he turns to lead you guys towards uh, the ceremony area. At this very moment, the camera flies out of the bedroom window that Tufan was stood in, flies round the back of the main temple to a courtyard across a bridge, atop a mountain. Uh, next to um, the, the main one where the temple is on. Stood in the center of this courtyard, eyes closed, fists clenched, is a young female airbender. In front of her is the giant floating statue of Langhima. Spanning over seven stories high, this giant statue floats there constantly. It's very peaceful. Except for the odd noise of people moving chairs around and setting up for the ceremony, which is happening around um, our character who's here at the moment. Tracy, can you please describe your character, give a little bit of history about them, and then can you please tell us what your character is doing in this moment here in this courtyard? Certainly. Hello. I am Sister Devna. I sort of like to call myself Master Devna, but hey, Sister is actually my title to others who uh, know me. I'm from the Eastern Air Temple. I am an airbender. I'm here today for my sister, Nuon. Um, it's her wedding. We've traveled 
here to the Northern Air Temple. Um, I'm 24 years old, so I'll give you a bit of a description of myself. I have long hair, I have braids at the side, um, I have the, a blue like arrow, but mine's just a, a little bit more picturesque than just an arrow. My robes are the usual sort of oranges and browns, but today I have a beautiful embellished blue circle on my robes to represent the air, but to also represent the wedding that my sister, who actually isn't an earthbender, she isn't an airbender, marrying into the earth the airbender nation. Um, my father is uh, Baucho and um, I really I really love my dad. He's amazing. He's he's just somebody that I really look up to. He's always been there for me. He's a super solid guy. And then there's my mother. She's sort of a bit of a hard taskmaster. Like me, she's an airbender, my father's an earthbender, and she's a master. And was she hard on us growing up? Like we had to do our chores and everything. So really she instilled in me, what is my plight in a way that I have it for excellence. I'm the youngest master. I learned my skills before anybody else. So in reality, I sort of, I have a bit of a chip on my shoulder, but oh, I don't like to like make it too obvious. I sort of think I'm a little bit better than everyone else, but really I, I, I'm not gonna say that out aloud. Well, try not to anyway. But anyway, enough about that. And, and um, my hair, oh, chop floor, come on. You meant, this is my hummingbird. You know, he comes with me everywhere. Today, I told you, you need to be like a headpiece, a fascinator. I don't want you fluttering around. Stay still. So as you can see, I'm looking rather beautiful for today, but it's really not about me. It's about my sister. Oh my gosh, has she waited for this moment forever. And I love her so much. I love her. She's amazing. You could have an older sister, this is what you would want in an older sister. She has been so supportive of me and all she's ever wanted to be is a mom. Like, this is her day. But right now, I'm here and I have something that is so important. I, I have the Buddha of Lahima in front of me. And for me, he gained the highest honor. He, he's, he's floating, his statue is floating. That's what I want. That's the technique I, I need. I, I, I want to do that. But before I do that, I'm just gonna send this quick gust of wind up to the temple. Cause look, there's Tufan in the window. What is he doing up there? <laughs> I'm just gonna, this is going to throw him off. <laughs> ha, I'll stick it to him, Master Two Fan. I, you know, I secretly I like him, but he can't know that. But this is just this will just play with him on today's morning, and I send a, a beautiful shift of Give, air. Uh, yeah, you 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 
easily fucking do it and that's what causes you to leave the table. <laughs> as, as we come back to you stood there, um, we, Sister Devna, who is, uh, who is part of the Beifong family, um, is, is in this moment trying to, trying to find the ability to, to lift themselves off the ground and is, uh, is, is trying to replicate uh, the one skill that Guru Langhima had above all other airbenders, that of levitation. And uh, very unsuccessful at this moment in time, um, not really coming off the ground at all um, at, at, at this moment in time. And uh, as you're kind of doing that and you're thinking about, <laughs> just got to, fam, uh, you feel a warm hand on your shoulder. Oh, yes? Oh. Turn around to see your father. Oh, father, father. Yeah, I'm, I'm just sort of trying, trying to to levitate. You know, with all my mastery, this is a skill that I still haven't mastered. I, how can I not have this skill? Well, and your father, who is a large older gentleman, uh, who has like, uh, scraggly salt and pepper kind of hair that connects to like a salt peppery beard. Um, always kind of smiling and soft spoken. Um, turns and goes, well, you know the story as your mother always tells it. Langhima made sure that he never formed any bonds with people throughout his time of practice, meaning that, you know, there were no earthly tethers for him. So achieving weightlessness came easy to him. For the rest of us, it's not something that is quite so easy to let go of, you know, the people that mean the most to us. But Father, Papa, I could, I could never lose my connection to you or to Mum or Nuon. What would Nuon do without me? We rely on each other so much and I guess... I mean, she, she is a bit of a klutz, you're not wrong. She, she She's definitely well, clumsy. Well, she's... You know, what can I tell you? I mean, only yesterday when we were talking, we're walking together and she trips up and I have to catch her. I just blast of air underneath her and shot her back to her feet. If I hadn't been there, she might have had a bruise on her face or something for today. Can you imagine Tufan seeing his bride with a bruise on her face? Oh my gosh. You know what? Thank, thank the badger moles that we ended up marrying into airbenders because if that had been an earthbender, her face would have definitely been crushed. <laughs> so I'm very glad about that, my, my, my dear oh, Laura. Oh my gosh, father, is this the time? I said to Nuon, I, I would be up in her chambers to, to help her. I guess today isn't the day to, to levitate. And dad, you look amazing, by the way. She's going to be so proud to have you by her side. You see him look down and go, oh, really? You think so? And he like brushes his clothes a little bit. And he's like, thanks. That well, your, 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 your mother, your mother told me that I was looking a little bit scruffy. So I was, a, I was a little bit worried earlier. Well, you know what a perfectionist she is. So no doubt she's looking resplendent. Yeah, that's one way to say it for sure. Um, and uh, he goes, he goes, here, come here. And he brings you in for a hug. And as he hugs you tight, he, you know, places his kind of mouth in a position where you can hear him whisper into your ear. He just says, one day, my dear Dora, one day, I'm sure, you will fly. You were born for it. 
as he releases you, he goes, right now, come on, enough of that. Let's go, go, go see your sister. Go, go on, get out of here. I, I'm going to help move some of the chairs ready for the, the, the ceremony. All right, all right, Father. I'll see you later. You know what? I'll, I'll pass on your love to Nuan. I know she's probably absolutely petrified at this moment in time. I, I'll, I'll hasten. I'll hasten and be there in just a moment, and, and I'll see you later. T tell Mum I love her too. Amazing. Uh, as you turn and walk out of the courtyard, across the bridge, back to the main temple, uh, you're here, your father, in the background, be like, yeah, you need that one there? And you just see him, like, take a wide, like, karate stance and just go, Koosh! as a rock comes out and moves a chair over. <laughs> as then he pulls another one, and the chairs begin, like, shifting along the uh, the ground as he's uh, helping the uh, airbenders set up. Um, you rush through the temple, kind of running. You're feeling that wind in your air and it's making you a little bit faster because as an airbending master, it just kind of picks up your soul. And as you kind of round the corner, you come to your sister's door. You hear from inside your sister's room, some voices. The voices are kind of muffled, but you can definitely make out what they're saying. You hear inside, oh, is your sister really gonna have to give a speech, Nuon? She's such a freaking weirdo. Like, she's always just ruining things and messing things up. Like, oh, I can't believe we have to sit through that. You hear another one go, <laughs> I hope she falls while she's doing it. You hear Nuon go, guys, guys, that's not nice. That's my sister you're talking about. What is wrong with you both? Come on. This is my, come, like, can't you both be nice for fucking one day? What is wrong with you both? You and them both go, ah, oh, whatever. Just then I do a huge force of wind through my hands and Koosh! the door The wind open. whips open, uh, the door whips open and collides against the frame, kind of rattles for a minute. Um, you see all of them, all their heads <laughs> turn in an instant. Uh, you see your sister Nuon sat with her two friends, Pei and Tia, and uh, they're both earthbenders as well. Um, and Nuon is dressed in this gorgeous like robe, basically, that is a mixture of like brown, uh, browns, beiges, and oranges, and then with green accents for her airbend, uh, for her earthbender-like uh, heritage, kind of uh, coming along and creating the trim of all of the clothing. She also has her classic, she has little box fringe, long black hair um, that is kind of laying very much like almost elveny at this moment in time, just like gorgeously laying. It's not done up or anything like that, uh, though she has a little like set of beads like going through her hair basically. Um, and uh, as you come in, she's like, ah, oh, Devna, hey, um, oh, we, we were, um, uh, we, were uh, we were just uh, getting me ready. Um, oh, good. And while I wanted to just be angry in that moment, seeing my sister, so happy, so joyous, so beautiful. I take in, I swallow my pride and I think, oh, I'll do something a little bit later to pay and tear. But oh my gosh, Nuan, you look amazing. You look wonderful. Tufan, oh my gosh, he is going to, oh my gosh, you know what he's like. He's so organized. He's going to be stumbling over his words. He's not going to recognize you. You look so amazing. You hear your, the two friends just, <sighs> as Nuance like, really? 
oh really she's like i felt a little bit bloated today oh my gosh no 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 stop you look amazing absolutely amazing with a flick of a wrist i sort of give pay and tear their hair was a bit you know all organized with a flick of a wrist their hair sort of comes undone a little bit and uh, i sort of smile inwardly to myself amazing. as i go up to my sister and i i give her the warmest hug Cool, let's do a rely on skills check. Not for you to succeed on doing it, but for you to hide that it was you that did the gust of wind. Okay. Actually, do push luck, do push luck. Do push luck. Let's do that instead. Okay, okay I got a seven. A seven, beautiful. Uh, on a seven, uh, it kind of hits them and their hair kind of like like goes off in like almost like windswepy direction. Both of them like, ah! Oh! And at that moment, like the windows open, they're like, ah, oh, close the window. As one of them looks at you as you're hugging your sister and makes eye contact with you and squints at you real hard as if to say, I know that was you, bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Tia, do you need me to fix your hair for you? They're like, no, 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 it's fine. Uh, we'll uh, we'll just go back to uh, our room and, uh, and and get it sorted now. Um, um, Nuon, yes. do you need anything else from us? Uh, actually, we just want to have a quiet moment. I, I need to speak with Nuon, if you don't mind, girls. That's fine, we're, we're leaving. Uh, Nuon, uh, we'll see you out there, darling. Have a great time and we can't wait to see you up there. You're gonna be beautiful. And you see them both walk out. As they close the door behind, you hear like, Bitch, fucking brother. <laughs> you know, like as they like walk off, muttering down the down the hallway, and you're left in the room with your sister as she kind of stands there and uh, and she looks at you for a second. Then she uh, reaches over and grabs your hands, spins you round, turns on and throws you both onto the bed, and you both land and giggle. And she's like, "Today's the day! I'm so excited! I'm not surprised! Oh my gosh, you've been waiting for this forever! Come on!" We have to do one last jump on the bed. Come on, you know it's our favorite thing to do. Come on, one last time while we're together. My, my oh, come on, I'll hold them up. I'll hold your gowns up. Okay, let's go. <laughs> and you guys start jumping on the bed and laughing and giggling. <laughs> At that very moment, you hear the blare of the same tubes that Tufan and uh, Asaya heard airing <gasps> through the time. Oh, she goes, <gasps> Oh, no, she, she like gets off the bed no, quickly, like straightens her gown. Come here, let me straighten you. Oh my gosh, you look amazing. You look amazing. I, I'm, I, I'm, and I'll see you down there. Am I sweating? No, 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 okay. you're fine. I dab, get a dab, dab your head. There you, you go. Your makeup's perfect. You, oh, let me just straighten you. Have a couple of beads. Oh, okay. You look perfect now. You see her grab you by the face and she looks you in the eyes and she goes, I love you. Thank you for being here during this moment with me. It means the world. I, I love you too. Just be happy, just be happy. And have the babies for you and me, because I don't want any, so just go and be I'll the have all the freaking babies, I'll have all the freaking babies, I promise. I love you, I love you. I'm, I'm going to go now. You, you go get ready, the final bit. Go check yourself in the mirror and say to yourself, this is my day, this is my day. This is my day, and I'll see you down there. As as you say it, she earth bends a bit of uh, a bit of wall out of the wall, 
and catches it and it's like real thin and like kind of round and she dabs your eye with a bit of rock as a napkin <laughs> and is like there there oh, there you go oh okay and then she All like right. she throws it back and it goes like perfectly back into the place it was <laughs> in the wall okay all right <laughs> whatever i was like i can just use my no i can't use my robes that oh my gosh hang on let me get this tissue out again there we go there we go listen i've got to go down if i go don't go now you know mother will be so mad with me she's waiting down there with father you know what she's like <sighs> just just don't look at her just i'm just not gonna look at her that's it that's that's how i'm getting through today i'm just not gonna look at her i'm just not gonna look, look at her look at dad he's He's like glowing. He looks amazing. He's so happy. Okay, okay. Right, go, go, go. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm right. gonna do my final right. bits. I love you. Bits. I love you. Love you too. Love you too. Okay. Bye. Amazing is, uh, Sister Devna runs down the hallways to go join. We come to again this gorgeous bridge that leads out the back of the Northern Air Temple and leads to the courtyard that Sister Devna was in originally. What happens is you have Tufan at the front of the group, regaled in his outfit, silk scarf, appropriately adjusted, um, and he leads the congregation behind him across the bridge and into the courtyard. As you do, this momentous moment kind of sits with Tufan and the congregation is, they enter the courtyard, the airbenders around the edge of the courtyard have removed all the wind noise and blowing wind around the courtyard to make it a perfect, serene place. And as Tufan leads the congregation in, you have the bridal party right behind him, as well as also the ushers or groomsmen behind them. Tufan walks through the center of uh, these chairs that have kind of laid out in three uh, circles with just a kind of, um, uh, what would you call it? Like a lane kind of between them. Um, as Tufan walks between these chairs that are made out of natural, like wood shapes, basically, you come to a plinth of wood, uh, sorry, a plinth of stone that is floating in the center of this courtyard. Tufan, as you step up, you feel this sense of peace kind of hit you. It's quiet. There's a kind of little murmur from people as the congregation begins taking their seats um, in these outer three rings that are kind of around the center plinth. And then you also have the groomsmen basically curve off this way. And then you have the, um, the what's it called bridal party kind of curve off in these kind of directions from the stone plinth. The plinth in the center here with them kind of curving off this way and curving off that way. Um, for you two, you guys are actually stood and from where you're stood, you can see across the plinth, like kind of between Ben, uh, like around Tufan, you can see each other actually, uh, Sister Devna and Asayo, um, as you guys are actually the first in line closest to the plinth. So you guys can actually see each other uh, pretty well. Um, as you step up, um, Guru Soma has stood there um, on the plinth with you, waiting for you, and stood next to him is Baocho. Um, Baocho Beifong, the uh, father of Sister Devna and, uh, and Nuan. As everything quietens down and everyone begins to kind of take their place, stop rustling, everyone's taken, you know, any sort of layers off that they wanted to and everything like that. Suddenly, 
this beautiful kind of noise begins to just emanate, almost as if being played by a flute, as the whole congregation's heads turn to see Nuon, just her, cross the bridge by herself, slowly, taking one step, slowly, at a time, as she does. Stop, you two are going to make me cry. <laughs> um, and, um, <laughs> as she crosses the bridge and enters the circle, everyone's beaming and facing her and smiling. Her eyes connect with you two, Fan. And she just gives you that same smile, the same smile that you saw the first time you met her when you're on her travels in that village when you picked up that cabbage that she dropped. Um, and she smiles at you, walks through the congregation, and everyone's heads turn back to the center. As she then steps up onto the plinth facing you, Tufan, and links hands with you in that moment. As that happens, you can see um, Soma and Baucho both kind of look at each other and they both kind of wipe a tear away and are a little bit emotional. This moment, Guru Soma looks to everyone and his voice, usually shaky and old, clearer than it's been for years. Welcome everyone to this, one of the most momentous moments and times in the history of our world. Today, we are here to join these two people and bond them for life. I will now let my compatriot here, Baucho, speak. At this point, Nuan's father steps forward. <clears throat> um, I don't usually uh, do um, public speaking, um, but this is a big moment for my baby girl. He places a hand on Tufan's shoulder. A big moment for this guy right here. But even more, this is a big moment for our two nations. Never before has an airbender married an earthbender. And in this moment, we unify two great peoples, two great nations with this bond. May the peace that we can bring and the love that is here prevail for all of eternity between our people. I am honored to be alive at this moment. And I am even more proud to say that my daughter is the one who is forming this union. So, I'll hand back over to Guru Soma. That's all I have to say. Guru Soma steps forward, looks at Tufan, and looks at Nuon. Takes a deep breath and says, Now, we allow for these two people to speak some words that mean something to them and to each other. As is tradition, in Earth, in the Earth Kingdom, the woman 
shall speak first. Nuon looks, looks back to her sister, looks her sister in the eyes and kind of gives a look of like, oh shit. Um, looks back to Too Fun and goes, so look everyone, I met this amazing man because he saved a cabbage. And as everyone knows, I love cabbage. And in that moment, I just knew that he was to be mine and I to be his. And every day since then, whether we have been apart or together, my mind has been on him and about him. When I dream, it is of us and a life that we have together many, many years from now with all of these people around us supporting us and enjoying the family that we have brought together. Though some of you might be dead. Um, <laughs> um, I just want you to know that no matter what is in our way, I will move mountains. I will move any earth necessary to make sure that you have the best life possible. At that moment, Gusoma goes, shit. Okay, too fun, you're up. Go for it, buddy. As he like is trying to hold back tears. Alright. Uh, too fun says, Nuan, you are the love of my life. I am yours forever for the rest of time. And I'll always be your closest friend. I'll always be support as steadfast as a rock and as soft as a cushion of air. And I, my only wish is for us to spend the rest of our days like this one, enjoying each other. And I hope that that lasts as long as possible. This moment, at this moment, you hear multiple people from the uh, congregation. You hear lots of people kind of sighing. You hear tissues coming out and dabbing. As Guru Soma steps forward and goes, now, in airbender tradition, and he pulls from behind his back a wooden bowl that has been carved. Inside, you can see a kind of like thick uh, like paint almost like uh, liquid very viscous kind of thing as he steps forward he goes now both of you place your hands within the ink Nuan places her hand in Tufan also does he goes now as you take your hand out and you draw on your partner say these words Woshini Dei Woshini Day. Nuon pulls three fingers from the bowl, places them on Tufan's forehead, and draws a line down his face, down his torso, to about like <laughs> hip height, um, and says, Woshini Day. Tufan withdraws his hand from the ink, 
places them on her forehead and sort of looks her in the eye for a bit and smiles. And it's like the first time you can tell he's just fully in the moment. Yeah, just like the happiest he's ever been. And he says, Woshini day. Woshini day. Woshini day. Kurosoma goes, and now, bonded for life, they have said the words, I am yours. Now, will you all please rise and join us in this couple's first breath together. At this moment, the groomsmen and the bridal party's circles collapse around the plinth and form an inner circle. You two place your hands upon the bride and groom, as does the rest of the bridal party and the groomsmen. I will say, in this moment, there's a moment where if you guys want to say anything to Tufan and Nuan, you guys are close enough that if you wanted to like whisper something to them, you definitely could. I just go up to Tufan and I say, you nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Thanks, bro. Got it. Nuan, Tufan, I'm so proud of you. Thanks, I never thought I'd you say At this moment, the rest of the congregation stands. They all take steps forward around their chairs and they place hands upon the shoulders of the groomsmen and the bridal party, all linking further and further out as the circle gets wide and each person placing hands on the shoulders of the person in front of them. Everyone stands. And as, as this happens, everyone inhales. And as everyone inhales, the airbenders release the air pocket that is around this temple. And suddenly the air rushes back in. As everyone feels that air rush in, you hear everyone breathe. And suddenly you hear the sounds of metal grinding against one another. The piece is broken. Suddenly, you notice the sky begins turning a dark red. As you look up, you see a fiery comet fly across the sky, red and ignited in flames brighter than even the sun. As the sky turns an ominous red, Suddenly you hear the sounds of what sounds like gushing engines, kind of burning. As you look behind you to the statue of Guru Langhima, and you see 10 Fire Nation soldiers pushing the statue with jets of flames erupting from their feet. As they begin pushing the statue, you no. see it begin tipping and rotating. As you all then suddenly look, you hear footsteps across the way and the sound of burning as suddenly smoke arises from the temple over to the right. You see a guard troop of Fire Nation soldiers take the bridge that connects to the courtyard. As they do, footsteps stop as they all take a wide combative stance, lined up and ready. 
at this very moment, everything slows. Everything slows to just second by second. Above you, the statue begins to fall and you can see it coming towards you. This seven story stone statue is coming towards you as screams begin to ripple outwards from the congregation as airbenders begin to take stands, as you see Baocho, Beifong take a wide combative stance as well. What does Sister Devna think? And what is your one action? What is your one goal? The one thing you're gonna try and do in this moment? No! And I try to get Nuon out of the way. And I go, in that moment, I'm thinking, Asayo, what's happening? Like, being of the Fire Nation, I am just like, help, save Nuon. My guru, it's like, I've just got to save her from this stone. Like, I, I whisk Amazing. As you see Sister Devna break the line of the hands, and go to blast Eric Nuon. We're gonna cut to the edge of the courtyard where some of the congregation had begun running across the bridge. As you see the firebenders in stance begin pa, 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 shooting flames at them as they lick the people and you see people's clothes begin to ignite. The screams become wild at this point as people's flesh begins to bubble and they collapse screaming and burning heaps on the ground. Too fun. What's your thought and what's the action you're doing in this moment? Um, Tufan is just almost not believing any of this is real at this moment. He's, he's finding it hard to accept that this is happening. And sort of in when he like, in the last like bit of coming to his senses, he sort of starts um, sort of gathering air in like a, a cushion basically to sort of like hopefully soften the inevitable crashing of this giant statue on Amazing. just for anyone who's near him. Amazing, you see Master Tufan take this gorgeous uh, Kung Fu stance as he wisps air around and a dome of air begins to form around you guys. At this moment, we cut back to the chaos. You can see off in the distance within the windows of the temple, you can see Fire Nation soldiers chasing uh, people through the hallways. You can see them lighting tapestries on fire as smoke begins to billow and grow from the temple. Asayo, what are you thinking? What is the action you're doing in this moment? No, 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 no. And I have a thousand different thoughts that are going through my head as my hands are on T. Um, I look to see that this thing is falling and I sort of assess what our safety is, but my thoughts are also going to my mother at this time. And I reach in and I yell to Tufan, you cover this, I need to find my mom. Are you okay? No, but I'm doing the best I can. Is this real? Hold it off. This is real. This is real. They're coming. This I'm is here the fire to help you, Chu Fan. Devna, pull out as much as you can. This is real. 
I'm gonna go find what? my mom. What is going on? Cool, I'm gonna on? cut off the dialogue there. At this very moment, Asayo, you turn around and it's people running back and forth in front of you. You're trying to find your mom. You see her on the far side of the courtyard, closest to the bridge. The Fire Nation soldiers who encountered the congregation members who had began running across the bridge have stepped over their charcoaled corpses and have begun pressing the courtyard. Asayo, you see your mother look at you and go, Asayo, run! As that happens, you see an arm come from behind her neck and grab her. At that very moment, you see her body lift and through the crowd, you see the chaos as this Fire Nation soldier dressed in black armor with accents of red lifts your mother over his shoulders like a suplex and throws her from the courtyard. You watch as her body tumbles past the banister and the last thing you see is her hand and her eyes as she looks at you as her body disappears off the mountainside below. At this very moment, Tufan has made an air bubble around you guys. Sister Devna has blasted Nuon away to the far side of the courtyard, furthest away from the firebenders. As you all look, you begin to see machines that are coming up the sides of the mountains that look like tanks with caterpillar treads using cables to pull themselves up the mountains. With every second, the sky becomes a deeper shade of crimson and even more scary. As the statue lands upon all of you. And then there is just silence. As we cut back to our team, we fast forward uh, an hour or two. Fast forward an hour or two. As the camera pans around the temple, smoke continues to billow up as parts of the temple begin to fall away. Timber begins to crumble and fall. Camera pans around the back of the temple. The bridge that was connecting the courtyard is now completely destroyed from the statue. The courtyard itself is just rubble, stone, chunks of boulder that were the statue littered around the place with portions of body sticking out from under the rubble. You have Pei. You can see one of Pei's arms poking out of the rubble. You can see a bit of Tina's hair sticking out of the rubble. You can see Baocho's leg poking out from underneath the rubble. You can see your mother crushed and mangled under some rocks. And finally, you can see Guru Soma crushed from the waistbud down with his body still up. We cut into the rubble as the camera pans through a small crack in some of the rocks, following a tunnel of light. The tunnel of light leads to Asayo's face. All you can see from Asayo's face between the rock is his eye, just his eye and his nose. Asayo, 
you awake and opened your eye. As you do this, you hear muffled voices as you're trying to understand where your ears as your body feels locked in place from the stone around you. You hear two voices outside the rubble. And you can see a foot just through that little gap. You hear one voice go, General Kizu, we have cleared the area. I don't believe there's any survivors. You hear a step and a chink of armor and another step and a chink of armor as you hear, good. That is three down, but one to go. That little brat avatar can't hide forever. We shall make our way to the Eastern Temple, remain here with some of the guards and check for survivors. You heard the original voice. Yes, General Kizu, I shall do so immediately. Thank you, General Kizu, and congratulations on the victory. It is not our victory, and it is not mine. It is that of the Fire Nation, boy. A new age has begun. Thank the Great Comet. And at that very moment, Asayo, your eye closes as you fall back out of consciousness. The camera pulls away from the destruction and the mangled corpses pulls away further so you can see the temple destroyed in ruin, collapsing. You can see Fire Nation guards moving and swarming about the place as their machines begin to descend back down from the mountains. The sky continues to be this dark, ominous, scarlet, deep crimson red. That's where we're gonna end today's session, guys. So, first things first, I'll say a couple of things. Thank you so much for anyone who watched this. We really hope you enjoy this tale that we are telling. And we are so excited to bring you part two, where our, where our adventures, I guess we'll call you, where our, where our benders, <laughs> where, where our benders will deal with the aftermath of this cataclysmic massacre that just happened at the Northern Temple. If you enjoyed any of this show, please, please, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, we also have a Discord server where you can join our awesome growing community, um, get behind the scenes information. You can also get updates on anything we're doing and interact with us, the cast, and, uh, and Tom and I and myself. Um, so if that interests you, do that. As well as that, we also have um, a newsletter of holding. If you're interested in receiving free TTRPG supplements, as well as updates on our projects, live streams, and also our upcoming Airship Combat Kickstarter. That is a great way to do that, guys, and it keeps you in the loop with everything we are doing. Otherwise, we are about to take a little 10-minute break, guys, and then we are going to be back. Um, we will be doing our post-session clarity show where we will be debriefing that last session, discussing all the stuff that went on, <laughs> and having a little chat about how that went and yeah, how sure. everyone's feeling. So please stick around. We would love to do that. And the best part is we will be interacting with the chat and talking to you guys in the chat if you excuse me, have any questions or anything like that. So please feel free 
to drop any questions or bring up any moments that you loved in the chat. But we will be back in just 10 minutes. Stick around, guys. Go grab a drink and we'll be back then. Catch you then. Thanks, everyone. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. We're back. Cool. Post-session clarity show. So this is the time when we're going to just go over what happened in the show, shoot the shit, and uh, talk about our favorite moments and things like that. Cool. Um, I am going to go... Okay, let's go best moments, favorite moments Jump first. Um, let's go... Can Tom. we just make it a free-for-all? Do you want to make it a free-for-all? <laughs> yeah, let's just do it. Let's make it a free-for-all. Okay, I go mean, for it. Yeah, so, I mean, just in general, uh, I had a few best moments. It was... Uh, so, first of all, I thought your narration was incredible Thanks, like dude. i was just yeah. taken yeah. away by the story the beginning introduction the ending sequence was insane so i was just like yeah and i, and I, I think totally the, immersed. yeah exactly yeah. the music as well accentuated my emotion like my emotions were really raw tonight today i don't know what was well i do know what was going on but so my best moment was um strangely uh i don't know why strangely but when um when let me get her name right uh, Nuon was walking across the bridge. Yeah. There was just, yeah, there was just yeah. something about that that was like, I'm already, like, I'm well enough again just thinking about that. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. I think, As Becky, Becky was I think, the, I think the music from Bex elevated that moment to like a whole nother level. Like, I, I also was like, holy shit, like, this is like I'm super. I need to watch this back because I, I didn't, I, I took my headphones out. I was just like, mm -hmm. no, I'm going to be. I need to be completely uh, present. focused, present, yeah. 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 But the music so. was great for that. Um, I think for me, that moment was mm. so rich because I, in my head, went back to our marriage. Yeah, And me, me coming down the stairs, when I came down the stairs with my dad to, and you were there at the end, yeah. like, it just put me in that moment. And I was just, like, my wedding day was, like, one of the mm. most amazing days of my life. Mm. And so that was sort of like, I, you took that moment, you made that emotion so available for us to feel. And, yeah. and so that was amazing. Yeah, okay, your so narration. I have a couple of super favorite Can moments. I just say one, one, one go, more? Just, go for it. Go for my, my emotion, like, that was my emotional, like, my, and there was a few emotional moments, but my, like, I think highlight and I'm, I'm pretty sure, because I haven't asked anyone, I'm pretty sure it wasn't scripted, was when Tracy swept that wind and it connected up. That was up. fucking was <laughs> That link was incredible. Yeah. That was so good. That was not yeah. scripted at all. Yeah. That was yeah. not, yeah. not pre-read. Pre Me and Ben actually yeah. planned this morning to do the vows thing. And yeah. we were like, we're going to do that. Was, we planned that literally yeah. this morning. And then you just did that. Know. And it was fucking thought, perfect. I was like, why would he not, in my head, know a wind or understand a wind well because i i'm a younger master i'll master a longer time yeah. i thought i would be able to trick him quickly with the yeah. uh, because we have this sort of like bit of competition mm. between yeah. us and i saw him up there and i thought aha you know it's i perfect. just <laughs> literally yeah. it was fucking perfect. honestly you probably fixed a plot hole that was <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally literally <laughs> people would be like that makes no sense why would an airbender be like <laughs> do, do you know what in, in my head when when because when i was playing soma and i was like and i was like questioning yeah. like what the fuck how did an airbender get fucked over by the wind i was like in my head my assumption was there was like oh you were just too stressed you were like not even thinking as an airbender in that moment. Yeah. You're thinking of like a man who's about to get married, who's just lost his vows and yeah. has just forgotten all training, like all anything. And it's just yeah. like, no. I was, I was like thinking far reaching. It might be like a, I sense a disturbance in the force kind of moment yeah. as well. Like it was like, you know, yeah. maybe something's off there, but like the, honestly, perfect. that was excellent. You do that. <laughs> I think it has to be said across the board. 
Ben for your first stream. Unbelievable. That was insane, dude. Like Thanks. actually yeah, your vowels, you dude. Oh, your dude, vowels was, yeah. were un fucking believable, Ben. Like Thanks. that was some next level shit. Like that was really, really some next level shit. Wish like, you'd written see, our vowels for our actual <laughs> So the, guys, you guys, this is a problem, right? Because if if I one day marry him, I have to I have to one up myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I didn't blow my load too early. <laughs> like, just... I think I think for me as well, like that whole wedding sequence was just exactly like it's exactly how I kind of imagine. Like it's that Kill Bill scene where like everyone's doing the rehearsal way and, and everyone's joking. She's coming over, she, like she goes over to her friend. And she's like this bitch is pissing me off and I need to get some air. Do you know what I mean? Like I wanted it to have this air of like a little bit of like lightness to it because the characters would be like nuanced, very jokey and light. Do you know what I mean? I wanted there to be some of that, but I just felt like it, it went the way I wanted it to with the with the wedding scene for sure. How did yeah. you guys feel about the statue crushing everyone? Because I, I, I didn't lead any of that to you guys. That. I think that was really well done. I was wondering like how, how you're going to handle things with, mm. you know, if there's a surprise attack or whatever. Yeah, you know, so I thought you that made sense and worked perfectly. And nice. uh, I was also partially grateful that that, that was going to happen once I knew it was going to happen because I was like, ah, good. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, like it's a painful moment, and I, I don't know how long, how far we were going to be in that emotional space. Yeah, so yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, it just felt like it when you, for me having that dark cloud come over and the oh, comet yeah. and everything so well in my my heart was pounding like at that mm. moment like all i could think was no mm. you know what what the hell? this mm. is crazy we went from this serene and that breath taking that breath to mm. to reduce the yeah. now mm. bring the normal sounds of outside in and it to be this just utter pandemonium was sort of like yeah. just like the juxtaposition of yeah. you know the calm to what this was, crazy what was the music cues like for people who had music what was that oh, no, it, it was nice it was, it was, it was, it was good. Good. yeah, it, yeah nice. it was great um i i think quick, quickly before i move on to what i want to say about bex um i i think um another moment that i really loved that i thought tom you were like apex in this moment was when we were like cool What's everyone thinking? What's everyone doing? You just going, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Like literally just yeah. like pure, like I, I literally saw your character like flashing back to like his history of like dealing with his abusive dad and like, like the awful shit that you went through in the Fire Nation and just being like coming back and being like, holy fuck, this is bad. Like mm -hmm. I feel like out of everyone, you knew the gravity of like what was happening before even like these guys. I feel like you... And you portrayed that really well. Like, almost Thank like you. you were like, fuck, I know what's about to come and it's so bad. Also for me, I really did enjoy killing your mom. That was, that was, that was, <laughs> yeah. a, that was a moment that I, I really, I really was like looking forward to doing. I was really looking forward to that. And, and by the way, for people, not the like act of me describing murdering her, but the, the scene of that moment of the chaos of people running, you knowing that you can't get to them. And just that like, that moment of like, it's out of my control and it's just awful. Yeah. Like, I, I really enjoyed doing that one, and I thought your reaction to it was really nice as I well. I think, so there's, there's two things that I think were really nice. Well, one thing was the the difference between the, like, the happiness and the love of the wedding mm. in contrast to this, this 
massacre that just happened was just beautiful. I thought that the, the extremes of those were really, really yeah. great. Each, each one kind of made the other one more powerful than it otherwise would have. Yeah. I think the other thing, though, is I feel like I missed a moment when she was dying mm-hmm. of like I, I, like, I was thinking, what what could I have done there? I, I, I would have probably tried to send, some, like, cast some sort of firebolt to, to hit the guys or whatever. So I feel like I missed a moment a little bit, but you picked it up by by just kind of describing that moment and it, it as far as like the the the, actual, the episode itself like no moment was missed but as a player mm-hmm. i felt like i could have stepped in there and just like offered my you know my loss at that moment as well mm-hmm. something to pick up on though for sure anything else anyone wanted to like improve on anything that you were like shit like i felt like i could have done better in that moment. I said momentous moment twice and i fucking hated myself both <laughs> times both times i literally was like Dickhead! Like, when did you say occasion? Twat! I was like, fucking absolute idiot. That was one that I was like, I want to make sure that when I'm like improving, like finding my language a little bit better to me was was weak today. When you're describing scenes like um, Nuan walking down aisle or like me leading the congregation towards the courtyard and things like that, um, I mean, I suppose it's a thing of like, if I have something like to add to that, I, I should be, I should try and like find moments to chime in and be like, Oh, and two fan does this and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, I you were doing it so well. I, I, you know, I didn't need to do that. And I, you know, it's the thing of if you don't have anything to say, then don't say it. But like, yeah, dude, I, I'm, I'm happy for you to jump in and be like, you know, at that moment, two fans like heart, like take, you know, like his stomach just goes, you know, and yeah, like, yeah. I'm happy for you. To, like that's that's totally as I, cool. As I, I think, I, as I get more confident, I'll get yeah. better at jumping in and bits like that. Hundred percent, dude, definitely. I, th- I think for me, it's just having the confidence in role play of feeling the emotions of what I'm feeling at the time and trying to express those in a clear way so that I'm narrating as well and not because I'm feeling them um it's understanding how to get that across you know to the to the viewer or the person who's who's watching the live yeah. stream yeah. as well. So, you know, the, so yeah. bear with us. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not so good at that either. I was just going to add, like, um, you know, my, my best part of acting in that was the part that definitely wasn't acting, which was the nervousness at the beginning. You know, mm. two fans' nerves was just my nerves, <laughs> <laughs> but put into the character and made set, making sense in the scene. You know, that's all. <laughs> I, I have two things. One question for you, Ben. Uh, did you settle in at any point? Was there a moment I where you, like, yeah. your heart just, like, started and you were like, okay, this is like, we're hit, like, it's just now, like, a beat that we're hitting, you know? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think I settled in actually after the, the uh, Guru Soma's, like, little breathe you know beautiful like, yeah i love you know, it after we'd had our first scene in that room yeah. and yeah i think uh from that point i was like you know i think i can handle this yeah nice yeah i thought i thought ben one of the things that i was noticing in in real time like sort of like my meta tom watching as well was how locked in you were and how you were just very very in active tune. listening yeah, super, super super active listening which yeah. i thought was it, it's 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 really really important i thought you did that awesome like, thanks yeah 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 i want to say as well i think t you um you're amazing in our sky realm stream like your blanco is by far one of my favorite characters that i've ever seen in anything let alone that you've played i really really love blanco but i think a big difference that happened today was i think with Ben and Tom and me and Becky, it feels like a much more safe space for you. I think when we do it digitally, not only is it online, but also you're, you know, role playing with, and, and I know like 
even subconsciously, it's hard for us to get out of this. You know, Sam Comerford, who is a, a, a very good role player and, you know, big in our, you know, community. Amber, who Amber, is, again, Blake. very good. Blake, who is, again, an insane role player. So yeah. I know you feel a little bit, like, less confident in front of them. And I think today your confidence was at, like, an all-time high that I've ever seen when you've done role playing. And I think it was because of the environment. I'm not sure that's what I took away from it, but... I just want to say, I thought you were like just really full, really into it, really just like the most I've seen you like confident in it that we've done. And I th I'm like, if it's because of the environment, I'm stoked. If it's for other reasons, I'm also stoked. But either way, it was really awesome to see. I, it's the environment, yes. Mm. Um, it's my character mm. too. It's the story. Mm. But it is, it's, it's being at the table here and you can feel the energy off each other. It's not mm -hmm. just what we're saying to each other. Mm. I mean, yeah. it, it is like looking across and seeing someone in tears and Ben, you can, that nervousness, but then his words to Nuon and his vows and things, it just, it, you're a part of it. You're so present. And I just, and I love my character. And mm. I think that I love the characters that we've created in the story that you're narrating. I think, mm. and it just it felt natural today. It felt nice. felt really easy today. And so I, thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, no, we've we've been talking about. Uh, I mean, we love the Sky Realm. We love our cast in the Sky Realm, and I think as far as a virtual, actual play, it's the best you can. Get. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yet, you and I have been talking about what we thought would be different in an in-person thing. And I think we found out that it is just a little bit different to the points that you yeah. were making is that the interactions are just, and it's going to be better and better. Like, you know, we'll be able to more easily if we need to talk over each other or just be, just be more like more interactive in a natural way with each other where there's a little bit of a decorum in a virtual actual mm -hmm. play where, you know, it's harder to talk to talk, not that you want to, but it's harder to have that natural conversation because you know, audio might cut, you know, this person, you know, that whole thing is internet lag, internet like lag, all that stuff. So and you almost want to wait for the other person to finish totally. what they're yeah. saying before you, where here in a normal conversation, we over speak a little bit over, yeah, over yeah, <laughs> talk over me. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but you know what I mean? That just happens. And you add little comments. Like if there is something you are going, oh, yeah. ah, or, and, and those should be a part of, of what the, the role, because that makes your role, your character come to life. Yeah. Yeah. You also, yeah. you also get more body language. You can tell a lot of time from someone's body language, if they're like about mm. to jump into something or or if like they just want to react to you or something like that, I think. I would agree with that. So that helps. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit easier. Definitely. Definitely. Anyone got any other like moments or anything else from play that we want to discuss before I hop to something else? Mm. I, I loved your, um, your version of um, uh, Ben's adopted dad when he came in. I didn't realize it was him when he was walking down the hallway. Yeah, so yeah. I think... If I would have, if I would have, I may have treated it like I didn't know who it was mm -hmm. in 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 the narration. Yeah. So, but I. But it that, made sense. It made total sense. You were like, "Yo, I need to get this yeah, to him." Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was like, "Yeah, I know. He's probably freaking out. Like, go, <laughs> yeah, go yeah, do yeah, your we thing. I'll, I'll be there in a minute. Yeah. Like, I'll catch up to you. Like, yeah. I'll get it. I, I, exactly. It totally, it totally, totally. But made you sense. might have been a little more subservient in a way, like all yeah, kind of. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, think I'm, it was perfect. Yeah. I think it's good as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always a little bit critical. Like I always go back on 
on the episode in my mind and like analyze different things and yeah, I wish you. Yeah, but I, but in the end, you're right, Buzz. Like it is what it is. Like it is like in the moment, it mm -hmm. might not be what you thought could be better, but mm -hmm. it was real, real. in that yeah. moment, and it was yeah. it was great in that version of itself. Yeah, you know? yeah. I agree. Huh. Yeah, I really liked uh, Tracy's intro with when, yeah. and with uh, a dad voucher as well. I thought, oh, nice. I thought that was a really nice moment, and I liked that. Just entire scene was probably my favorite. Nice. Of the whole thing actually. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I thought T's intro was great as well. I liked the way that you monologued it as opposed to, you know, like did it externally. Um, I think um, I liked, yeah, I think the scene with your dad was really nice. I felt like you and I hit like, like I feel like hit his character, Boucher, before he died. Um, was very much a like happy, like easygoing dad who also is that kind of dad who's like, you know, behind mom's back, like, you know kind of thing is like yeah. don't tell mom you know kind of thing and I wanted to kind of portray that and I think you and I really got that across of just like talking about sister talking about fam and like I felt that was good well, I have a question for you guys how did you feel about the like the intro to the ceremony from Soma and Boucher because that was I think maybe my weakest bit I felt like while I was doing it in my head I was like huh this isn't maybe coming I, out quite as I thought. I had a little in my head, well, actually moment where <laughs> I was thinking, are, are we the first uh, airbender and earthbender marriage? We could be. Maybe their parents didn't get married. I was like, fuck yeah. it. I'm going to just make yeah. my, I'm going to just do a, do a Bodhi stake yeah. on history right yeah, here. I'm going to just put a Bodhi flag now. right here. This yeah. is canon for us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or it might have been just the first who were married at the northern yeah, yeah. temple, you know. Maybe maybe Boucher is just an idiot. Boucher <laughs> <laughs> is a twat. He doesn't have facts to it. He wants to make this like about you know yeah anyway. <laughs> I'm just shitting on him now. So just, <laughs> He's dead. You're just you're just he, smearing he just his said name. He loved yeah. <laughs> um, how do you guys feel about the me describing the bodies at the end? How was that? Was that I think, much? I think you actually did it really well. Yeah. I think uh, most importantly. It wasn't about excessive gore. It was actually about emotional attachment to the person. Mm. You were like, this is this person who yeah. you got to know earlier. Yeah. And that's a piece of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing where yeah. that's a lot more meaningful than you see a hand or a leg. Yeah. But like, or think, just even blood and gore. Kind of yeah, like it wasn't doing excessive. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, you hinted at exactly what had happened. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't know, need to know anymore because yeah. obviously yeah. it was... Obvious at that point, yeah. Exactly. With the crumbling, you said the the buildings had crumbled, that mm. everything was a, a light and everything like that. Yeah. That there was this is what was going to happen, and rather than sort of like making it like mm. unnecessary, mm. you made it sometimes less is more. Yeah, and that's what true. and that's what that was. Yeah, I think mm. I think you, more, you balanced really, that perfectly. Yeah, nice. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is super important. Becky, I think we just have to say for a first one, um, I'm not sure how cameras went or anything like that because I can't see anything, but I know musically that was fucking awesome. There was a couple of little bits where things were like cutting in and out and you're a little bit early with bits and whatever, but you made, you got back, you switched back, you sorted all the things that, you know, anything <coughs> that did happen like that, you fixed it straight away. Um, I think overall, that was fucking sick. I thought, you know, for your first live production ever, 
and for doing it in your fucking pajama bottoms. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that was top class. I, I just have to say thanks, Bex. That was you. Yeah. You, you I, for me, the music made that. That was like for, for me yeah. as a DM, the music made that. I that's, think so that's what too. it was. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah I thanks, Becky. To to your defense about like any of the little tech things, I think our setup is fine as it is but i think we'll we'll look refine. to we'll look yeah. to refine it so that you have just more of a live production setup right now it's very manual in how you're doing it and so you know we, we we're keeping that in mind we'll, we'll figure out how to make it even like just more, more fluid yeah more fluid cool um i think it'll be interesting when we get into some more mechanics Mm. of the game you know because it was a uh, role play mm. oh, yeah. for for today mainly yeah, yeah, you know yeah. kind of thing i, I think and as we well did... like as we get into you know this session session two and like the you know what's what's kind of going to go down um i think you guys will have opportunities for you know the mo the basic moves and the role play like moves mm -hmm. um yeah. a little bit and then i think yeah. you'll have a, and then, and then you know co combat will come we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah. we'll get there but I um i think you know, for for anyone listening as well, we've we played. We're using the Avatar Legends system, which is uh, powered by the Apocalypse. It's made by Magpie Games. Um, it's it's very good. Um, there's lots of things that we do like about it. Um, it's maybe not the best thing for the short form storytelling that we're doing. Is this will be a four part series? This was part one. Um, we're it might extend. It may, but unlikely unlikely to. It's going to be four part most likely, um, and. You know, we, we believe the system's a little bit better for long form storytelling than short, but we're still using it and uh, we're gonna we're gonna use lots of parts of it. But also for the story, we're gonna adapt little bits of the mechanics and stuff to make it fit as we, you know, most people do, GMs and, and, and things like that. Um, if you have any questions about Avatar Legends or wanna know anything about the system, feel free to drop comments and whatnot. I can answer questions, we can answer questions. We know a lot about the system at this point and um, a little bit about you know the people who made it and things like that um other than that um we will be back with this um on the 10th of february so we will be streaming our uh, part two on the 10th of february um and that is going to be uh part two of the last breath um following these characters dealing with the aftermath of uh, of what just happened um and you know working out you know what the plan is from there go for it i was just going to say um for those of you that are watching that maybe haven't signed up to the discord i know you mentioned it's in the description it isn't currently oh, in, okay. in our description. In description um we will for the discord and the newsletter we'll get you guys um if you if you haven't signed up to discord we'll edit the description probably this afternoon um but we'll make sure that it's we'll make sure that it's in there so that you can just touch on it and, and grab it um in real time going forward but yeah, thank you. That's a mia culpa. My, my bad. Um, I forgot to put that you, in. You mean you mean you, you didn't have 14 other things that you were juggling? At <laughs> <laughs> it'd be what it'd be. Um, but guys, thank you so much for watching this episode of Homie and the Dude, this episode of Avatar Legends, The Last Breath, Fall of the Airbenders. Um, guys, I have been Bodhi, your unexceptional game master. And these beautiful people have been your exceptional <laughs> cast of players today. Um, we hope to see you guys in the next episode. Catch you then, guys. Woo!